Welcome back to another episode of Brew with Memory, and today I'm very excited to uh, brew and introduce you uh, to one of our new, uh, new classic new coffee that we will uh, source from now on. Um, it's the Gute Soru from Gucci, and uh, I'm going to introduce that coffee to you and why we have um, decided to source that coffee, and then we'll go through a simple brewing and. An explanation of the of the flavor and how to um, to modulate the flavors with um, with with any kind of methods you are using. So we already have an uh, ethylene coffee, hollow berry tea, and I'm invited to uh, to listen to the podcast that we have done about it, uh, which is an outstanding grade one uh, coffee from uh, Yoga Chefe. Um, yet one of the objective of Memory Coffee Lab is also to introduce different um different origins and uh always kind of trying to um to develop our coffee drinkers palettes so that your uh, ability to recognize certain notes increase and increase uh batch after batch cup after cup and to do so i really wanted to create a contrast of different region in um in ethiopia it's it's a little bit harder kind of t- for a beginner palate to, to really recognize the, the, the differences in, in two different regions of a same country. But I really took a lot of, uh, uh, I stepped back, took, took a lot of time and care in, in roasting and picking that coffee so that it looks and it tastes like an Italian coffee, but it's not like the classic Yuga Chefe. It has something else. And uh, that's why I'm really proud um, to introduce that one. So why I wanted that coffee? Well, first of all, uh, it was a summer and uh, we all want, you know, a summery coffee sort of. And I've been, uh, the initial plan was actually to get a Kenyan coffee. Uh, you know, those very bright, uh, fruity, juicy cup. However, this year's um, Kenyan uh, have, wasn't that... Uh, I think I had too high expectation and I wasn't, I was getting, I was still getting a lot of cacao and, and dark chocolate in the cup. And what I'm thinking is that what happened is that they start putting more Riru and Batian uh, varieties into the mix of SL28 and 34, which are the varieties of coffee that contributes more to that kind of crazy fruitiness uh, and, and acidity. And then I was just, stepping back and thinking about all that educational uh, purpose that we're also doing. And, and I felt that although that now our workshop is reducing size and also in, uh, in instances, uh, we can perhaps bring that education um, to your home. So that's why I started to, to think about a kind of summer and fresh coffee. And uh, I tasted different coffees from Collaborative Coffee Farm, uh, Coffee Source, and uh, and find out uh, that this one, and so this one, um, what is really uh, really unique about um, about the Gudesoru is, is several things. First is that the washing station is directly supported by smallholder farms, which means that there is no middleman between the farmer and the processing station. It's really direct between between them. And so what the uh, the exporter is doing, SNAP, 
they're creating new opportunities for those farmers that's, that may not have the opportunity to access uh, the specialty coffee um, market. Because in Ethiopia and Kenya, uh, having access to, um, to the specialty market is a is rare, but it's also a huge opportunity for, for their life. And um, so the, the company Snap, um, the exporter, is trying to create that, trying to bring more uh, transparency and quality because they believe in, um, in, in the soil, in the, in, the, in the varieties that they are using. And talking about varieties, this coffee is also a unique variety called Dega. Dega usually, you see Ethiopia, you see, you see heirloom varieties. Now, this one is not, it is a heirloom, part of the heirloom, but heirloom means hundred, who knows, thousands of different varieties. This is the Diga variety. And Dega means, or Diga or Dega, I don't know how, how to pronounce it how to pronounce it it can it mean in uh, in uh, amaric language it means uh, the cool high lands which is um which is really like uh the typical aspect of that virtue that grows in uh in certain condition um where it's a little bit colder than um than usual and so this is a, a great one meaning it has a uh, 99% of good uh perfect um coffees maybe one uh one ca- one defective category which is a kind of some broken chips um, uh, the dry mill owner is a Yasu. It's a it's quite a small uh, overall farm size. It's thirteen hectares. Um, it's a wash process of forty eight to seventy two hours of fermentation. Then they soak it for another five hours. Uh, so it's a almost like a double washed uh, process. Um, then they drying directly in a raised bed for ten uh, days. And those are shaded. Shaded bed, uh, shaded bed. So it's really, uh, it's really high quality uh, processing and a lot of care in the in the drying, which is which is very important because the drying is the last stage before before the actual uh, resting time. And this coffee rests for approximately four weeks in a controlled uh, warehouse in Addis Ababa, in the capital city, before being shipped. Um, the elevation is quite high; it's an average of two thousand meters. And we got the January 2020 harvest. So uh, we're really excited about, um, about that one. Um, about the, a bit of transparency. Um, so we paid uh, that coffee for $4.7 per pound. Now the cherries, so the farmers bring cherries to the station. And then there is a cost of processing, exporting, and logistic and transport. And out of those four seventy two dollars per pound goes to uh, the actual farmer because obviously uh, you got to pay the, the washing station, the, the transport, the exporter, the importer, all those different costs. And two dollars per pound is still super, super high um, for, uh, for a country like Ethiopia, Kenya or, um, or any African countries. It's it's more than two hundred percent of what they would have get with the uh, the classic local market, for example, where it's about thirty cents, twenty thirty cents per pound. Uh, here they have access to that uh, that drying that drying washing station. We call it dry mill, but it's also like a washing station, and um, and they have access to a bit a bit higher market because they they do produce excellent coffee. All right, and when I uh, tasted this coffee, I was like, "Wow!" It's so 
I wanted really a coffee from Gucci and a lot of those coffees they start reminding me a lot of my um, Hello Berry tea that I have and I really, as I said, I really wanted a coffee that doesn't taste like a Yiga Chepe so that you can, uh, you can experience it and you can actually um, develop your palate on, on the different region of Ethiopia. So, uh, this coffee, how I roasted it, to be honest with you, uh, I started roasting the same as the Yiga Chepe because that was my reference and um and obviously it didn't turn out good because <laughs> all the coffees are different and but it helped me uh the best baseline to make my little arrangement and changements and uh, after six batches i i finally got the um i nailed the uh, the, the recipe so it's uh it's a total of 10 minutes and 15 seconds um roast so 15 seconds almost more than the uh, the, the over um, uh, you got chip that I have and um, the drop temperature so the end temperature is is the same uh, 200, 240 degrees Celsius um, and same for the development phase after the uh, the crack so now let's brew it after this little introduction um, I hope you're still with me so we're gonna do a drip coffee and uh, we're gonna do a really classic here recipe using 15 grams and 250 milliliters of water at 203 degrees Fahrenheit. So a little bit higher. Um, and the reason is because this coffee has a lot of complexity. Um, it has a lot of delicate notes um, and a lot of balance, meaning that um, you see, in the Halloberity, you really have this, this lemon, peach, and floral coming in your face. In the, uh, the natural process Benkogotiti that I will introduce um, after, probably next week, um, it's really like a very clean, natural Ethiopian with a lot of berries, a lot of um, oranges, uh, and very, very sweet, sweet. This one is much more complex. Um, meaning that it has almost all uh, the, the the flavor that I, that I put on description in an equal uh, intensity, and the, the flavors here are peach, uh, and usually in a in, in a washed Ethiopian you really taste the peach like really like juicy peach, but in this one. The peach is slightly muted down because you also have some watermelon. And watermelon taste is, it's very subtle. It's very hard to get the watermelon taste. But I really wanted to get out that watermelon and, and stand against the, the peach uh, sweetness. So peach, watermelon, uh, some white grapes. And that, that's the main contributor of the acidity. That white grape acidity. All right, let's, let's give it a smell. Mm. So you can really smell like that, that complexity of, of grapes, um, peach, a bit of orange as well, like um, orange peel or, and floral, definitely floral. All right. So I'm using a December, um, December brewer here, but any, um, it's a flat bed, but any any uh, any drip method will do. 
And even immersion, if you come to our workshop, I actually brew that one in a siphon, which is totally uh, different, but interesting. All right, so I'm going to pour my first 50 milliliters of coffee. All right, 50. And now I'm going to swirl a little bit to make sure it's all, all mixed up. And after 30 seconds, I will pour another 50 milliliters um, uh, up to 100. And I'll do the second and third pour after that. The idea here is really to um, to saturate all the grounds and extract the most evenly uh, possible. I'm aiming for a total extraction time of three minutes. Uh, I did a lot of experimentation, and when I'm when I, I brew within two minutes and a half for that small batch, which is 15 grams in with 200, 250 milliliters. Uh, usually I do two minutes and a half because I like the vibrancy, that juiciness. Yet that coffee here already has those. So um, when when you do that, you are uh, you can really feel a bit of astringency and very uh, quite quite sour grape notes. So push it towards three minutes. All right, the third pour um, it's eighty milliliters, so up to one hundred and eighty. Uh, the third pour at one minute. So I do 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Uh, and at one minute, 30, one minute, 40. Uh, I pour uh, the remaining until 250. So at one minute and 35. Let's just pour it now. And I always do the same pouring pattern. Um, a concentric circle. Quite slow, to be honest with you. Because when you're fast, you're actually pushing some uh, water to the edges. And this mass of water will push certain grounds, the, the bolder, the, the, the bigger one, the bigger uh, particles to the outside, leaving the smaller, fine ones um, in the middle, which will contribute to, uh, to clogging. I'll give another swirl. And I just let it drip here. So yeah, I was saying about, um, about the, the, um, the flavor, uh, the flavor description, you will you won't feel like that huge um, huge peach note and a little bit of watermelon, a little bit of, of grapes. You will really have um, all those three and four plus the floral um, standing next to each other. And that was really important for me because when I started with coffee, I was like, what the heck is uh, is huckleberries? What the how how am I supposed to taste um, lavender in that coffee? It's really subtle and and when I uh, when I became and I learned how to roast uh, three years ago, I really wanted to nail roast so that it's easy to uh, to taste. That was really really important for me is um, to introduce specialty coffee to a broader audience so that everyone can really recognize certain notes. Certain coffee are a little bit more complex, but I feel like this one is, uh, it's quite complex, but easy to, um, how could I say that, recognize maybe is the right word. All right, so three minutes and 10 seconds. It's all right. Um, I think plus minus 10 seconds. For me, it's, um, it's, really, um, it's really not um, remarkable. Same in roasting, usually. 
always give like plus minus 10 seconds because it's it's below um, our threshold quality threshold of two percent so any every coffee that you receive uh, has been scored and if that scored uh, let's say it's 88 but if um, one batch is is not is let's say 87.75 it's still within our um, our uh, I would say uh, thresholds which is which is 2.5 percent but if it starts becoming 87.5 then it dropped below that and we won't we won't give you or a kind of bag that batch it's a little bit strict but um, that's how I'm confident with the coffee that I sent out and also particularly of this coffee is when I when I first cupped it and noted, I was a little bit disappointed because I was like, "Man, what happened to the the coffee I tasted before?" And then I, I let let it for another day or two, and after four days uh, of roasting, I start getting that peach sweetness and that watermelon complexity. The day after roasting, it was really floral lemon grape like like your classic Ethiopian uh, and I was like oh man no it, it can't happen I really wanted a, a different coffee um, not that I don't like those notes I really enjoy them but I really wanted something unique and after let it sit for um, for for three four days actually at the fourth day I start tasting the coffee and it was completely different uh, much more aromatic much more uh, much sweeter uh, much more balanced than, uh, than the one before okay and in the food pairing um, obviously that that coffee can pair extremely well with with peach uh, dessert wise uh, I like the panacotta to pair that one with um, the weird the weird pairing here is the cheese uh, which I will really pair with feta cheese I did it um well actually did the watermelon and feta salad in the mediterranean that's one of my favorite salad i grew up with um and uh and uh, and, I, and i really wanted to try how uh how those two um taste together so the uh, watermelon and feta salad really really pair well with this coffee and uh as a starter the avocado on toast because uh, it brings a little bit of uh, kind of softness to uh, to the overall experience. So I let it cool down this coffee for a little bit. My rule of thumb is uh, double up, meaning that if you finish your brew, 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 sorry, your brew within three minutes, just start serving it at uh, at six minutes. Mm. Super balance. You really get well. First, the first sip, the hot sip is, is really like that punch of, of grape and um, and sweetness. Um, the notes of peach and and um, the white grape. And slowly, the watermelon comes. The watermelon will will probably come. I mean, it's it's a bit weird to. Uh, to think that certain flavors appear after a certain time, but it's actually the case. 
Why? Because certain aromatic compounds inside a coffee get released at a certain temperature. Oh, sorry, they all get released, but your nose detects them at, at, a, at a different temperature. And, um, and that's what we sometimes, in a quality control process, let the coffee cool down and taste it again and again and again. And this one, like right now, it's really refreshing and juicy. Mm. Mm. And slowly, now it starts becoming sweeter and sweeter and uh, even you know, more, more a better balance of sweetness, acidity, and, uh, and juiciness here. I hope that was informative. Um, if you have the chance, uh, try it out in uh, some of our cafes that serve this, this wonderful coffee or in, in our website or in our workshop if you are uh, in Houston, Texas. Um, if you have any question about uh, how to roast a tulip, how to brew a tulip, feel free to um, to ask me because I I spend a lot of time with Ethiopian coffees. I almost tasted all the regions. Um, I think I think they are my favorite uh, coffee. I don't want to pick a favorite, um, but I, I tend all naturally tend towards. Uh, towards those uh, those coffees so if you have any question whether it's roasting or even brewing um, let me know and uh, and I'm sure you'll find uh, the one you like thank you very much and next time we will uh, we will make and taste the Benko Gotiti natural that is to me outstanding uh, 88 89 points coffee thank you and see you next time